Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Our next live workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, will be held online from September 22nd to 24th, 2023. If you want to get closer and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Sign up at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome back. I'm Vicki. I'm Jules. And I'm Rebecca. Why does everything my partner does irritate me? Ooh, good question. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because this question makes me sad, but there's something about it that tickles me. What yeah, tickles what is you? it? I don't know. Well, I think it's because it's so common. Maybe because I, I love I am him. Sure. And sometimes, I mean, the way I phrase it to, be, <laughs> to my clients is when I want to rip his face off. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. I, yeah. No, I have no, no doubt at all. That a t- there is a ton of list of stuff, a very long list of stuff I do that irritates Adam to no end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to be sarcastic and say nothing I do, I do irritates not irritate Gabe, my partner. Not there it is. I was going to say. I was going to say. I completely cute. irritate my partner I, in I, all the ways. I, I mm-hmm. backwards and forwards and upside down. Why does this happen? Why does it feel like? How I could it not? I thought you were everything. Well, it's not supposed to. Yeah, I was and just going to say, it's not supposed to happen. Yes. Right? It's but, like, yes. butterflies, everything is wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in like the honeymoon stage, maybe. Mm-hmm. But well, isn't that supposed to last forever if you're with the right person? Oh, God, no. If you're in <laughs> out of this like person. <laughs> That's right. Grew up. I, I mean, I'm... <laughs> That explains stuff. That explains a lot, Vic. Um, so I am the biggest Ted Lasso fan that anyone will ever yes, meet. But there's this really one are. part of that show that irritates me to no end, which mm. is there's this there's this beautiful scene where they're talking about you know stuff being hard, and um, Leslie has this line: "Well, if you're with the right person, even the hard stuff is easy, right?" No, no, <laughs> that is not true. No, if you're with the right person, out of this no. right person bullshit. 
Well, there's that. Thank you. Because I, I, I am uh, not of the mindset that there's one right person for everyone. I'll put that out there. Like I, I am don't... obviously not either. Okay, I'm, I'm irritated by the. Um, I'm of the it. mindset that there's many right people for all yes. of us. And Should then, yeah. That what makes the matches right is that we can mm. do the hard stuff, not that we there isn't hard stuff. Or that it feels oh, like good that. or that it's easy while you're right. getting through the hard stuff. Oh, but like I so that, wish that it was, Actually, though. we find somebody who we can do hard stuff with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can what, trust we can make it through it together. Yes. Yeah. And that it will feel hard, but later it won't feel hard anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting. The hard has an end. It's going to feel hard right now, well, but then later yes, it won't. It's hard in different yes. ways. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. We, we work through this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there'll be another one in two then weeks or one. two days. Totally. But, but yeah, we get through them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we build the resilience and the trust that we can. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking this about your partner first, no, they are thinking this about you as well. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm laughing. Is that why you're tickled? <laughs> might be. I don't know what it is about irritating that tickles me. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's- well, I was, I was just getting this myofascial release session earlier today. and. Um, my practitioner was pushing on a particular bone and was like, so does this, is this tender or does it tickle? Oh. Right? Like what an interesting mm-hmm. way of just kind of checking. And then after they did some work, it wasn't either tender and it didn't tickle. It wasn't either. It was just, it was just. Neutral. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. It was just right? there. It was just yeah. there. Being. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In being this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I think tenderness and tickling could be a signal that like there's something there's something there there. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one, of course your partner irritates you because it's really I was thinking about that today. We just had our 17th anniversary, my husband mm-hmm. and I. Yeah. And uh, that means totally, right? And so I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is actually the longest time I've lived with anyone in my entire life. Huh? Because I left home at fifteen, right? Yes. So I didn't. I didn't live in one place for eighteen years. So I'm officially wow. longer with Adam. Yeah, with Adam as a anybody. single person to live with than anyone else I've lived with my entire life. Wow, that's a big deal. I know. Right? Yeah, and so if you know, sometimes we didn't irritate each other. We probably weren't being very real. So the great news mm. is, my partner that's irritates me. Mm-hmm. And, well, and I let myself be irritated, yeah. yep. which means we are real. not in that phase. I think I see this in movies sometimes. I don't know. I've never actually done this, but like <laughs> where people are dating and then they like shower or like do their makeup or something like before the other person wakes up. So oh, I've seen perfect that movies. when they wake up. Yeah. I've ne- never that was it. never made. Oh, like people who neither. never fart around each other? Right. Totally. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. No. So, so. I think maybe some of this is really great news that you're starting to get a little more authentic and you're starting to get a little more real. But I think we should also just address, like, why do we get so irritated? Mm-hmm. Why do we get so irritated? I think I, I think it has something to do with, like, if we could, ha- if our listeners could do a U-turn mm-hmm. and just check out, like, Maybe make a little list of the things that irritate you mm-hmm. about your partner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And then can you also like check out how many of those things might line up with things that 
maybe are tender or ticklish or sore spots from your early learnings? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how many of those things line up? Can you explain more? Let's let, I don't want to say let's pretend, but if there are people listening, this is their first podcast of ours to listen mm-hmm. to. What are early learnings? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Okay. So here's how emotional mm-hmm. knowings work. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> in, <you're>, one <laughs> in one sentence, um, so your brain is utilizing um, previously understood things about the world yeah, to make sense of the world as it is right now. And how I talk about that is that you are walking on a psychological floor. And some of the stuff in your psychological floor is stuff like on this planet, mm-hmm. stuff falls down. That's <laughs> gravity, right? And and I don't have to think the thought gravity exists to know what happens to the pen if I draw if I let it go in midair. I don't mm-hmm. have to think anything about it to in my body know what's gonna happen. So I think of it as like an emotional knowing something about how the world works. Now, depending Mm -hmm. on what you're exposed to, you're going to know different stuff. So for example, me being raised primarily in the U.S. and with a bunch of people who've been in the U.S. for a long time, I did not get exposure to lots of different kinds of food. And my dad, Mm -hmm. who was raised in the super, super country, um, absolutely didn't. Now, when I went off to school and and started to tour with a theater company, I toured internationally during the the early years, like right after finishing finishing up my schooling. So I I lived in other countries for a little while, and I got really fond of sushi. Mm, um, okay. And it was brand new to me. And the first mm-hmm. when I first ate it, I was like, Oh God, raw fish! I don't know about this. I'm, I'm a country girl. This is not a good plan. <laughs> um, and I took my father to a, a place here in Austin for sushi, <laughs> which is a very well-known sushi restaurant called Uchi. And it's one of my favorite places on the planet. And it's really, really good sushi. And uh, he was like trying not to throw up the entire meal <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. to him, raw fish does not fall under the food category. <laughs> right? That's just a great way to phrase it. Right? Does not so, fall under the food category. Right. Even though for yeah. me it does now, though it, does it now. didn't when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Right. And it may be that there are things that would fall under the food category for lots of people all around the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. that I wouldn't think of yeah. as food. And for his mom, who was also country born and raised, when he ate escargot in front of her, she said, That stuff will puke a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Because for her, snails do not fall in the food category. Yeah. Even though for my dad, they do. And for mm-hmm. me, they do. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Those are, really good, those are really good ways to describe it. Right. Like, so it's concrete it's ways emotional to describe knowings. it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So Things you just know to be true in your bones. They just, it's just true. It's we just don't true. eat snails. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right? Only I do. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, so now we go out into the world. Well, the, the stuff like gravity and food is not the only stuff in your psychological right. floor. There's always like, who am I? How do mm-hmm. people feel about me? Um, do arguments work out? Oh. What does that connection feel like? Mm-hmm. How much can is- I tolerate discord? Mm-hmm. What, what is connection? Safe? 
Yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was mm. like, let's just be with that little one inside you. We were doing some sort of inner work and she was really with a little one inside of her. And I said, just ask, what did you learn? What is connection? And she goes, oh my God, the little one said connection is violence. Because mm. she grew up in a really rough space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for her, that is the emotional knowing. Well, no wonder she doesn't want her spouse to get very close with her. Right. I don't want any connection. Like, yeah. If connection is only violent. I wouldn't want it either. Totally. So when we're talking about emotional knowings, one of the ones you have down in there that you probably don't have much awareness of, Mm -hmm. all these are very subconscious. Yeah. Just completely. Yeah. Right. They're just Mm -hmm. subconscious and they're organized into all these little categories of meaning. Right. And so, and so we're, you're walking on them all the time. It's like, what do I know about what connection is, is gonna Mm. be a very big subconscious part of how I choose my person. Which is why we often choose people who trigger us with our old stuff. With our old stuff. And a lot of the stuff is like pre-verbal, non-verbal. Like it's not even about what we would talk about with each other. It's not stuff that like we would check yeah. out on a date with 50 questions. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. right. Like it's stuff. Oh, we don't like, even know it's there. We don't even know. It's Unless there. you're able to uncover it in therapy. Sure. But right, right, otherwise right. you have no idea that it's even there and that it's sure. And, kind and of to, like ruling your to world. give a nod to lots of healing arts. Therapy's not the only way. There are mm-hmm. lots of body mm-hmm. workers and spiritual leaders and healers all over the planet who help people find this, but it's actually really, really hard to think your way into understanding your emotional knowing. So mm-hmm. I don't want people to think like, oh, now I have this, I'm armed with this information uh, that Jules and Rebecca and Vicky gave me. And so now I'm going to go into my psychological yeah, no. floor and know all my knowings. That's not how it works. Oh, I wish. Oh, I wish. <laughs> if that were true, I'd charge a lot of money for therapy, <laughs> much more than I do and send you in and out in a couple sessions. Right. Um, but that's not, it's not actually no. how it works. Um, so, so one, just know like what feels familiar to you mm-hmm. is probably something you're going to choose mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. with. So if what's familiar to you has some hard stuff in it, you might pick some people who, who also bring up have some hard stuff in their lives and who like kick up your heart the spots in you specifically that are your hard stuff. So that's part of what's going on when we say, why does that happen? I don't know. um, I don't know the research on this, but I also find for a lot of my people that, you know, we all kind of go through our own development and we Mm -hmm. have sticky spots Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we tend to find partners who have similar sticky spots in their development. Like we we tend to be Mm -hmm. somewhat developmentally aligned. With yeah, the a lot partners of times. that we pick. Yeah, there are some exceptions here and there, but for totally. the most mm-hmm. part, I I agree with you. I think a lot of times we have we have some similar stuff happening. That's why growing together can be so helpful. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course we we try to like fix them so they don't irritate us anymore. Totally. How- <laughs> I, th- I think we also like we we try to pick partners. I think a lot of us try to pick partners who kind of like perfectly meet what we think all of our needs are. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when oh, I, like before mm-hmm. I met my partner, I had made lists of things that I wanted my partner to be. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say that. And I had my oh, did you typed all make up list. I mm-hmm. totally made a list. My, was, I, you know, yeah. one of the ones things I on my list. I married my first list and then divorced him. So. Well, <laughs> 
Well, check out this. <laughs> My partner needed to be able to sing Steamroller like James Taylor. Nice. Well, his name is James. <laughs> but he can't. He doesn't sing. He doesn't sing. And he doesn't know. like James Taylor. But no. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, but so here's the thing. And any of my friends who are listening to this know this. My, okay, so my list was very organized. Mm-hmm. It had, I'm not kidding, non-negotiables, of which Gabe is every single one because they were non-negotiables. And mm-hmm. then there was a whole section called, wouldn't it be fun if? And oh, he like doesn't it. have all of those. Yeah. Because those were the, it's okay if he doesn't, but like, yeah. if so he could drive a stick shift. Be like, um, he shares my religious beliefs or non-negotiables close. might yes. be like, mm-hmm. he... He wants kids too. It was, yeah, it was mm-hmm. um, like must be open to orthodoxy. So mm-hmm. he had to be Christian. Actually, that was non negotiable. Has to be Christian and open to orthodoxy because I didn't want to be debating our mm-hmm. denomination for the rest of my life. But he didn't mm-hmm. have to be orthodox. Mm-hmm. So, but like I wasn't going to have the discussion. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not debating it forever. Right. So that's why I say that's like, funny. My list was like, he should have long hair. Right. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. James did, by the way. I was just going to say, did he at the beginning? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. When yeah. Adam and I got together, I'd left all that list behind because I'd yeah. used the list well, like my first partner that it I wasn't got, did get married to. It was really hard. It was a very, yeah. very yeah. hard marriage. So, yeah, no. um, uh, you know, I'm glad I ditched the list. But of I course. still subconsciously had the list. He yeah. had to feel familiar to yeah. me. Yeah. He had to kind of meet some of that old subconscious because I didn't know, you know, yeah. what I was longing for. So so there's that part of it. And then the other part of it is like a fantasy sort of fix-it protector that's going to try to mold your partner totally. into exactly who you I'm um, still doing want that. them to be. Of course you are. And you know what? They Poor are eternal guy. optimists. I'm hard on him. I am. I mean, our fix-it protectors. Yeah. You are hard our on Our fix-it protectors I'm really hard real on optimists. him with what I demand. Mm-hmm. I'm But aware. I think the fix-it protectors are also, like, really looking for healing. They are really looking oh, for yeah. healing. They are, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. they're also looking for for meeting all of our needs they know we're valuable beings i don't i don't have any irritation towards fix-it protectors having said that oh my gosh they live in fantasy land right they are they are absolutely eternally optimistic that they can get there and you know you know how my fix-it protector my fantasy protector knows that she's done jules never feels upset again I think that would be wonderful. And until then, so she's I don't, not finished. Just, well, so see, I, I want to really see how optimistic your fix-it protector is, Vic? Yes. Oh, she's, yeah. yes. Well, and I want to really concretely name, in case we have listeners mm-hmm. today who don't totally get this, the fix-it protector is literally a part of you inside subconsciously. Yeah, It has these Think goals. of it like a neural network. Yeah. And we're just and, calling yeah. the fix a protector to not understand who it is or what it is, but more like what the intention or the hope is. Mm-hmm. Is I'm going to create a world yeah. that's going to honor how valuable the sweet human is. Mm-hmm. So the cool news about your fantasy protective system is that it knows you're valuable. Which is the hard strange. news is it lives totally out of reality. <laughs> I think, and we're focusing right now, rightfully so, on like the partner they pick. But I also want to point out it could be geography or a job because I think I've said it very publicly that like part of why I'm in Boston is because I was obsessed with Connecticut. Mm 
Like that was my mm-hmm. fix of protector. That if Vicky just moved to Connecticut, then she would be happy. Would be, she would be happy, and everything would be wonderful. And it was—I mean, it was close. It got I me to Boston. I want you to know that Boston is not Connecticut. <laughs> and if you moved to Connecticut, you probably would be happy. She but just if, hasn't if gotten there yet. I know. Come from no. California, it's not it's, like that far. It, no, it's close. It's, true. it's as close it's as true. I was going to get. Um, and true. the first night when Gabe kissed me, he did say he was like, "You do know Connecticut's never going to happen." I was like, "I know." But we go and visit sometimes. But this Aww. was the closest I was ever going to get. But I think that my fix-it protector was um, when she realized this part of me, realized mm-hmm. Connecticut wasn't going to happen. It was, okay, at least East Coast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't know. Well, I do know why. I read a book and yeah, it, yeah. like everything was perfect in Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm. But that's that same fantasy land that you're talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So really, the U-turn here when I'm super irritated with my partner mm-hmm. What I have to do is hold the part of me that knows I do. I am a worthy being Mm -hmm. who could live a good life and that would be nice. I have to hold that part of me that knows that and hold the grief with her that he's not perfect and he's not going to be. Um, And you're not perfect, Jules, and you're not going to be. Yeah. And, you know, the best thing I can do for him and be good at my partnership is to protect him from my fantasy. I'm going to say that again because I'm not kidding. One of the best things I could do for my partnership is to protect him from my fantasy. How do you protect him from that? By not leading from there. Oh, I can I can name Mm. the dreams that are happening. I can Mm -hmm. name the hopes that are happening. But if I attach to those winning or speak directly from there, Mm -hmm. there's no way he doesn't fail. It's a fantasy. I set him up. I just set him Mm. up. And I don't want to set him up. Mm -hmm. Because he can't be human. Exactly. He has to. Yeah. If he's going to be authentic, he has to irritate me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm going to be authentic, I have to let myself be irritated. Well, and it's it's vulnerable to really be authentic, right? Like it's, it's totally we're not yeah. living in the fantasy, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so we're having mm-hmm. to let go of like us not being irritated is also part of the fantasy. Totally. This yeah. morning, I mm-hmm. totally failed at this. I, I my kiddo woke up like an hour maybe a little bit more than an hour early i had been doing some work last night i got to bed really late like at midnight or something and she got up at like five something this morning so i was i was like oh "Oh my god (laughs) really um wow um so i'm i'm irritated and he got up at the normal time that he gets up and i was i was super irritable this morning and he was like you seem annoyed are you annoyed he was being so gentle i was like i'm not annoyed i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) it seems like i'm irritating you you are fine i'm not irritated (laughs) bullshit there jules right i did such a bad job of protecting him from my fantasy Mm. of myself from my fantasy of our morning from and i wasn't even conscious it's not like i want needing this morning to go perfect it's a wednesday i don't know it's just a random day (laughs) i don't need it to go anyway but do i want do i have a fantasy even of myself of being mm. a patient and non-irritated human. Well, yeah, oh, sure. Wish. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. so, and I'm trying to like 
have gotten through this stress but not be affected by it as if that were possible. <laughs> then he was asking me a bunch of questions that started with the word why, and it was irritating the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> I don't know. But my bandwidth was already low because I was so exhausted. Yeah. So I just did a terrible job. And we're fine. We already talked mm-hmm. about it. And I told him, I'm, so, I'm sorry, you had to deal with a very irritated partner this morning, didn't you? He's like, I thought so. <laughs> yes, you were. Oh, I wasn't right imagination. you that in the yeah. moment. And you were telling me you weren't irritated, especially mm-hmm. not at me. Totally. Gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Only I didn't know I was doing that. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the I think the job we have is to try to help our partners not, you know, be overrun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By us. By our stuff. By us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to help our partners not be overrun by our stuff, but part of that also means acknowledging and owning our stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. that we're not yeah. always going to not overrun our partners. Like, Jules, you had a moment this morning. Gosh, totally. I have a moment like that almost every day at some point. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Totally. Right? So it's mm-hmm. not that like we're going to evolve to some fantasy place where these moments no longer happen, no matter how mm-hmm. evolved oh. we are inside of this work. But it's yeah. like letting go of the idea that like, A, it's not going to happen, and B, when it does happen, we own our shit. We own our shit, mm-hmm. which is why when I came home, one of the first things I'm saying to him is, I was super irritable this morning. Yeah. I'm sorry. So can mm-hmm. I can I put like mm-hmm. a little note on this? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think this episode is probably a good place to say this. But like all of these like things that irritate us about our partners, all these little triggers mm-hmm. that show up, mm-hmm. all these ways that like we could turn around and do the U-turn and own our stuff. Mm-hmm. This is all stuff that, like, I don't know, maybe we'll address in our workshop coming up this summer. Not only maybe, not maybe, we will. We will. And so I was going to go along with the maybe and play with that and just just pop that balloon right away. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But so my thought Mm -hmm. here is, like, if if what we're talking about here today interests you, Mm -hmm. consider joining us for integrating Mm -hmm. heart and mind. Or is it integrating mind and heart? It's integrating... Integrating mind and heart. Yeah. 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 The workshop. And um, I think it's mind and heart and or heart. One of those two. And 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 when you know how we were talking about it's really hard to think your way into this. You have to experience your way into these discoveries. It is a workshop full of experiences. So if you're ready to dive a little deeper Mm -hmm. into your own healing and healing your relationship and and moving forward, then we'd love to have you. Join us at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. We'd love to see you there. Bye for now, y'all. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner. We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time.
We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.